Welcome to the second part of the mental health episode with Anagha Bhave. If you haven't listened to the first part, pehle usko jaake suno because it was an amazing session where we tried to find effective solutions to our daily life problems. Without wasting much of your time, let's continue with the second part of the episode. प्रतीक फर्स्ट आस्ट मी टू हेल्प हिम विद दिस पॉडकास्ट आई वॉज वेरी एंशियस मुझे लगा कि मैं आई एम नॉट इनफ क्वालिफाइड टोल्ड मी की टू द मेडिकल स्टूडेंट है एंड यू यू कैन डू इट इजिली रिश्योरेंस बट आई हैड ऑलरेडी डन माई ओवर थिंकिंग बाई देन एंड देन इट स्ट्रक टू मी दैट आई वॉज गोइंग टू बी एक्सपोज टू सो मेनी पीपल हुड बी लिस्निंग एंड आई वुड बी टॉकिंग टू एन एक्सपर्ट आई कुडेंट हेल्प विद फील दैट माई नीड सिलेक्शन वॉज जस्ट अ फ्लू something that happened by mere chance and i did not uh, know anything about the podcast i was afraid that someone somewhere would expose this mere chance medical student persona of me and this i later realized is something which is known as the imposter syndrome which was really convenient because that's when among us was popular uh, why does this happen even when information that refutes all our fears is presented to us yeah and i i think that imposter syndrome i know what you mean imposter syndrome is actually a very commonly used phrase among therapists also so when i was studying my uh, psychology i was doing my masters we were actually told about this ki this is such a thing that often is identified with a lot of professions so of course it happens to other people also uh, in other professions but i think the reason why this happens is that uh, first of all a lot of people who grow up in families that hold a lot of emphasis on achievement can feel like imposters growing up uh, in particular you know parents who send mixed messages parents who go from being overly uh, critical to praising their child's achievements too much can often uh, be a precursor or this kind of setting that can cause these sort of future feelings of being a fraud so i what what i would like to say here is um, imposter syndrome in very simple language is nothing other than thinking that uh, whatever i have achieved like you said is because my stars have aligned or because my luck was good but whatever i have achieved is not because of my hard work right and so it makes you feel like a fraud basically and then i think society also only adds to the problem because in our society also there's such a huge pressure to achieve Right? there can be so much confusion between uh, approval and love and how worthy i am because self worth actually becomes based on how much we achieve and so it becomes like this all encompassing fear of you know not being found out as a fraud so then that that creates a lot of anxiety and stress and i think lastly also imposter syndrome or imposter phenomena and perfectionism often go hand in hand because like these so called imposters myself included think that every task has to be tackled perfectly and they rarely ask for help so that perfectionism can often end up in two typical responses one is that you may end up procrastinating to aap avoid karoge apne assignments karna out of fear that i won't be able to complete it to my necessarily very high standard or by over preparing which is something honestly i identify with if if Uh, i've always been told uh, by my family that i over prepare so much for any of my talks any of my events 
and that's literally because i believe that spending that much time and more and more time on a task is necessary and so then ultimately that becomes a cycle we become afraid of being discovered as a fraud and uh, you know then we all almost try to create this sort of perfect image or try to do things perfectly and when we succeed in getting good outcomes we actually start believing that all that anxiety and effort was worth it so we start seeing that anxiety and effort as a requirement in order to perform well right so that obviously is very it's almost like self torture now i think in order to fix it uh, there are a lot of solutions that you can actually take care of but i'll just talk about three four first i think is important to talk to your mentors uh, why this might be helpful is because talking to your mentor somebody who has especially seen you in a professional capacity and somebody who ideally has a warm and supportive kind of a personality or way of communication uh it's it you know they are also in a position of authority they are also in a position of experience so that is a good combination that can help you realize really what your effort and what your contribution to your professional growth is the second is obviously to recognize your own expertise and i think that can come from very simple activities sometimes like playing with younger children because uh, or rather teaching younger children because when we impart knowledge to younger children uh not only do we become more aware of our own level of knowledge but that can also improve our confidence that we are being able to share and impart knowledge to other human beings um i think one thing also is to remember exactly what you do well and so you can try writing down the things that you're actually good at and the areas that might actually need work this can help you recognize what you're doing well and where there is room for improvement um of course trying to you know a work on your perfectionistic tendency and i found a really nice sort of way to deal with perfectionism online um it it basically said that we want to try and aim to do a task just well enough you know it's just it's not perfect it's not excellent it's just well enough and we want to learn to implement sort of these rewards for whatever we learn or whatever we succeed in doing and that can also happen a simple example instead of spending 10 hours on an assignment you might make sure that you only work for 8 hours you know or if you if you're writing an assignment or a thesis instead of uh you know waiting to get it proofread and instead of sort of perfectly polishing it giving it to your friend or your mentor only when it is a draft not when it is according to you perfectly polished so by doing these things you might also actually uh, reduce the perfectionistic tendency that you have so you know there was a phase in the lockdown where my productivity was almost almost zero matlab main din mein kuch bhi pad nahi raha tha i was not doing anything productive i was just binge watching i was just watching random movies to just pass time uh, and that is when i started watching some videos to increase your productivity now what those videos said is ki tumhara jo chote se chota task hai na matlab jo chote se chota kaam hai usko bhi ek task banao so for example uh, a to do list of my was first call a friend second mail a instructor third is complete 20 problems of my gmat exam fourth was to you know practice some thoda practice of guitar which i love doing and fifth being ki i had to do my internship work now at the end of the day i complete a task of calling my friend i mailed my instructor and i practiced my guitar and mujhe aisa lagne lag gaya ki yaar maine paanch mein se teen tasks kar liye 
एंड आई फील कि यार मैंने बहुत मैं बहुत प्रोडक्टिव था आज के लिए बट डीप डाउन आई नो दैट दो थ्री टास्क और माई सेकेंडरी टास्क माई प्राइमरी टास्क वॉज टू स्टडी फॉर माई जी मैट एंड कम्प्लीट माई इंटर्नशिप वर्क तो जो ये सूडो फील गुड वाला एटीट्यूड या जो सूडो फील गुड वाला इमोशन है ना दैट इज मेकिंग मी मोर अनप्रोडक्टिव आई एम डूइंग द थ्री टास्क विच आर अन इम्पॉर्टेंट एंड देन आई एम लिविंग द टू टास्क विच आर वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट सो हाउ डू यू हाउ डू यू मेक योर सेल्फ प्रोडक्टिव एंड रियली रिमूव दैट सूडो फील गुड वाला एटीट्यूड definitely experiences especially when i was doing something tedious or boring so since you gave your example pratik i'll ask you why yeah. do you think you procrastinated on the gmat and uh, the other sort of main task your internship matlab ki matlab wo panch mein se how come you didn't work on those two and you ended up working on the other three aapko kya lagta hai because they were matlab they were very easy and matlab मतलब इट डिड नॉट इन्वॉल्व अ लॉट ऑफ एफर्ट ऑफ माइन इन डूइंग दोस थ्री टास्क आई गेस एग्जैक्टली लाइक यू टोज टू डू दोस टास्क बिकॉज दे वर इजी एंड दैट्स एग्जैक्टली हाउ ऑल ऑफ अस ह्यूमन बीइंग्स रियली फंक्शन इफ यू आर डूइंग अ टास्क दैट इज बोरिंग और टीडियस यू आर मोर लाइकली टू पुश इट एंड यू आर मोर लाइकली टू अवॉइड इट एंड दैट्स ऑफन व्हाट वी सी विद प्रोक्रेस्टिनेशन स्टडीज दैट इज व्हाट इज हैपनिंग वी डोंट प्रोक्रेस्टिनेट जस्ट बिकॉज यू नो वी डोंट फील लाइक इट और व्हाटएवर यूजुअली देयर इज अ डीपर मीनिंग टू इट either the activity that we are procrastinating is stressful or it is a very important task it's a very anxiety inducing task or it is something that we are absolutely not interested in so naturally you know uh, calling a friend is fun playing the guitar is fun mailing the instructor is simple work completing yeah. 20 gmat problems completing internship work is hard work. so that is i would imagine why we procrastinate but what i also wanted to address is that you kept mentioning this like pseudo feel good attitude right yeah and i think that that almost seems like you know agar main panch task nahi kar raha hu to i haven't earned the reward of being okay or i shouldn't be kind to myself or i shouldn't be nice to myself i should be critical of myself if i don't finish all five tasks and i think that is something that i i mean i'm taking a slight tangent but i think it's important to address here because you've set a goal of five tasks so it's understandable when you do all five tasks you will feel good but if you don't do all five tasks and then you criticize yourself ki i just let myself go because i only did three you are being excessively self critical and i think it's important for us to take a slightly moderate approach here now that doesn't mean that we shouldn't push ourselves or we shouldn't challenge ourselves but i think it's so important that we remember to accept that certain tasks tend to get procrastinated because of their nature so let's not be very hard with ourselves now in order to actually fix this or the key to fixing this i think is number one of course better planning and this better planning is literally not piling up too many important and boring tasks at the same time or on the same day okay so making sure that they don't come all at once because then you are more likely to just dread that day and postpone doing those things right yeah another thing that i would recommend especially to this problem that you shared pratik is plan the toughest tasks when uh it's naturally more productive for you in terms of the time of the day so some people are morning people some people are evening people um if you find yourself being more able to pay attention and focus better in the mornings then plan your toughest tasks for that time of the day don't plan it for like post lunch when you're sleepy and tired and you know not in the mood that's one thing 
I think the second thing is also to not to sort of uh, give yourself breaks. So not have three hours, four hours of tasks filing in together. Giving yourself breaks, um, and also maintaining momentum. So it shouldn't be that I have to do in two days. I will do a lot of work, and the rest of the four, five, or whatever uh, uh, two, three days of the week, I am going to completely let go. That won't help you keep the momentum of doing certain tasks every day. So every day, like your planning in the sense of the nature of your tasks was good. It had a healthy combination of challenging tasks and it had some fun tasks. But I think the management was garbled because maybe you didn't think very minutely about what are the times of the day that you should be doing the tough tasks and what are the times of the days when you should be of the day when you should be doing the lighter tasks. and so just to quickly jump back to the point that i was making you know we become very critical of ourselves when we're not able to do all five tasks um <clears throat> why i said that is because research does show us that people who are kind to themselves even when they you know meet with some kind of a failure or a loss or make a mistake are psychologically better equipped to deal with challenging situations and they're also at a lower list risk of developing psychological illness right so you'll see people who generally are sort of very confident of people who have a very calm or sort of composed demeanor if they make a mistake also they're able to forgive themselves easily and they're able to modify the routine for the next day perhaps to accommodate those things so i would say try to balance a little bit of self compassion when you're not able to do it along with of course the pursuit of self improvement so you try to fix your schedule but you also remember that it's okay for some days to not be as productive as other days you know as you mentioned ki jo hard task hai you try to schedule it at a time when you are most productive so for example yeah. i know that i am i am most productive when i get up and that is when yeah. i would like to do my hard task but fir wo wahi hota hai ki nahi yaar fir abhi dopahar ko karta fir that becomes sham then that becomes raat and then it becomes tomorrow and then the same cycle continues like that is a problem that i have been facing from a long time yeah and i think it is hard to break out of that cycle which is why i think the more we sort of allow ourselves to do it one day we'll keep allowing ourselves to do it the next day or the third day but also remember this simple philosophy it's called chunking where if you have a big task like you've taken 20 gmat problems right yeah when you think of 20 gmat problems it seems like a big task but as you start doing it one kiya to 19 bacha two kiya to 18 bacha right so obviously the task is getting smaller the more you progress why this is important is because sometimes we wait for the motivation to come to start acting on yeah. the task but a lot of science a lot of psychology theories bolo ya even psychologists would say that um motivation does not have to precede action action should precede or action often precedes motivation and what this simply means is don't wait for the motivation to come to start doing something start acting on it because the more act you act on it the more you will feel motivated so if you do one you see 19 bacha hai, it's getting smaller you've done two 18 bacha hai, it's even smaller you've done three 17 bacha hai, it's even smaller your motivation to do it the next day will be more the more you do it you sort of get into it yeah i will have to try this from now yeah. and i hope that helps me i personally feel that most of the people i know greatly underrate the importance of what i would like to call is troubleshooting maintenance that is good health sleep uh, regular exercise and appropriate nutrition how much of an impact does this have on one's mental health could you elaborate on what doing uh, on 
what doing these things consistently does for your body yeah i think all these lifestyle choices or sort of habits are very very crucial to our mental health development and i think kafi logo ko pata nahi hai but current sleep research actually says that all young adults must get a minimum of 8 hours of sleep um to maintain good productivity and good emotional and mental health and also ideally maintain the same sleep wake cycle regardless of weekends or weekdays i know this sounds very sad because hum log rukte hain ki kab saturday night aayega and either we'll go out with our friends or you know we'll sleep in on sundays but if you're somebody who um you know struggles with sleep then it is important to do this and that is why i think this concept of all nighters jo uh, obviously kafi engineering hai any other sort of branch of students also have also sort of experienced what an all nighter is it's extremely detrimental to our cognitive ability and even to our emotional regulation and why that is is because neend mein hamare kafi sare cognitive functions enhance ho rahe so sleep actually helps improve improve our memory it consolidates information that we've gathered throughout the day to agar din mein pratik ne agar 20 gmat ke questions kiye hain to raat ko whatever you've learnt is getting consolidated in your sleep it also helps improve problem solving skills and creativity so it is basically this magical thing that nature has gifted us you know to improve both our academic professional performance as well as our emotional regulation nowadays the research uh, in dreams is saying that the content of your dreams or the nature of your dreams is also helpful in resolving trauma so for patients or people who have post traumatic stress disorder dreaming can actually be a sort of natural way of resolving trauma to some extent so sleep when it comes to emotional health is extremely important when it comes to cognitive health health is also extremely important and i would highly highly recommend reading this book why we sleep by Matthew Walker uh it's explains the effects of sleep on both our mind and our body in very simple but you know like a very easy to read and very in depth manner so i would highly recommend that um and of course to address the other lifestyle choices also like regular exercise and nutrition also we know have a very positive impact on our mental health in fact uh, regular aerobic exercise matlab cardio uh has been proven to be helpful in lowering our chances of getting diseases uh, like dementia ऐसा भी कहते हैं दैट रिसर्च विल शो यू दैट आफ्टर एक्सरसाइज आपका अटेंशन एंड फोकस इज एक्चुअली इम्प्रूव फॉर अप टू टू आवर्स सो इफ यू लेट्स यू डू लाइक अ कार्डियो वर्कआउट ऑफ ट्वेंटी थर्टी फोर्टी मिनट्स इन द मॉर्निंग यू मे नोटिस दैट योर अबिलिटी टू लर्न न्यू थिंग्स एंड रिटेन दैम एंड पे अटेंशन टू वॉट योर लर्निंग इज मोर फॉर अप टू टू आवर्स आफ्टर यू एक्सरसाइज इट कैन ऑल्सो ऑब्वियसली एनहेंस योर लॉन्ग टर्म मेमरी इट इन टर्म्स ऑफ इमोशनल रेगुलेशन जब हम वर्कआउट करते हैं तो एक एंडोरफिन्स नाम का केमिकल हमारे ब्रेन में रिलीज होता है दिस मे बी समथिंग दैट अ लॉट ऑफ अस आर फमिलियर विद एंड दिस केमिकल एक्चुअली इम्प्रूव्स आर मूड एंड इट रिड्यूसेज आर परसेप्शन ऑफ पेन सो ऑब्वियसली नॉट ओनली इज एक्सरसाइज एंड न्यूट्रिशन गुड फॉर आर बॉडी बट इट्स एक्चुअली सो इम्पॉर्टेंट फॉर आर माइंड ऑल्सो मतलब वेन वी यूर स्पीकिंग अबाउट स्लीप ना मतलब ये कॉलेज में एक सॉर्ट ऑफ एक स्वैग स्टेटमेंट हो गया कि अरे मैं तो तीन रात से जाग के पढ़ रहा हूँ मैं I was just going to say ki ye hota hai jaisa you know you rightly said 
एक ग्लैमरस चीज होती है बोलना कि मैं तो बिल्कुल नहीं सोया हूँ या फिर यू नो मैं तो तीन दिन से पढ़ रहा हूँ बट आई वुड डेफिनेटली से टू दो स्टूडेंट्स की ठीक है आप बिना सोए परफॉर्म अच्छा कर रहे हो दैट इज ग्रेट यू आर लकी बट ट्राई स्लीपिंग एंड देन परफॉर्मिंग आई एम प्रिटी श्योर योर परफॉर्मेंस विल बी इवन बेटर स्लीप because human beings we've evolved to sleep at night and we've evolved to be active and functional during the day yeah. so the quality our of sleep that we get ha exactly our circadian rhythm is sort of set to light and day light and uh, darkness sorry so naturally when we are sleeping at night uh, the quality because they say that sleep hygiene will say ki it thoda sa bhi light actually aapke aankhon pe padna nahi chahiye so imagine they say that even jo charger pe jo light rehta hai hamara red color ka jo chhota dot rehta hai ya yeah, all night or uh, uh, कौन सा है वो मस्कीटो वाले जो उसपे भी जो लाइट्स रहते हैं इवन दे कैन अफेक्ट योर क्वालिटी ऑफ स्लीप दैट्स हाउ मच डार्कनेस यू शुड ट्राई एंड मेंटेन व्हेन यू आर स्लीपिंग आइडियली सो नेचुरली इफ यू ट्राई टू स्लीप ड्यूरिंग द डे इट वोट बी द सेम काइंड ऑफ लाइक गुड क्वालिटी इफेक्टिव इनफ स्लीप एज स्लीपिंग एट नाइट एंड वाई स्लीपिंग कंटिन्यूसली इज इम्पॉर्टेंट इज बिकॉज योर बॉडी योर स्लीप इज गोइंग थ्रू साइकिल्स ऑफ lighter stages of sleep to deeper stages of sleep so rem and nrem if anybody has heard of these right these two terms so it has to go into a certain rhythm yeah now it is getting very medical stuff rem i guess aap <laughs> rem ka full form bata sakte ho ke ek bar to the audience Rand- random eye movement because your eyes actually physically move in that stage of sleep okay so how many stages of sleep are there matlab so rem is the lightest stage of sleep and then nrem has four stages nrem 1 2 3 4 so if you imagine your sleep plotted on a graph it's like a wave you're going from rem to nrem 1 2 3 4 then again going up and then 1 2 3 4 okay now because yeah. we were speaking about uh, therapy and professional help and mental health this was a question which i personally don't have but a friend of mine has is what is the difference between sharing your deepest secrets or concerns with a best friend versus a therapist because you know a friend is someone who you know past say 3 or 4 years he knows you he knows you in and out and if you share uh, some concern of yours with a friend his advice like you think his advice would be perfect for you because he's your friend he knows you uh, what does a therapist have a change in those advices right absolutely so I mean I think first of all uh, we can say that it's true uh, best friends or a good friend can provide us with a lot of support and empathy and they can even give us advice jo bahut tailor made hoti hai for our problems because they know us or they may know our family and stuff like that yeah so friends can help you troubleshoot your current issues right but therapy or rather the point of therapy is not just to deal with like the short term events or the short term difficulties or as we would call it fire fighting short term and acute problems but to actually help the individual become more equipped and empowered to deal with their own issues on a consistent and a long term basis 
so in short therapy will help you become more emotionally independent so that maybe your dependency on other people to fix your problems uh, automatically sort of you know that's getting reduced and when i was studying counseling one of my professors had given this really nice example where they said that imagine a person who is hungry and the hunger is representing their emotional problems right so when they come to a therapist the therapist is not going to for them and give it to them or feed them that is the therapist is not going to give them advice on how to deal with that problem directly rather the therapist job is to teach that person how to cope so that they are never hungry again so the therapist job in this case is to help you understand how to navigate your problems generally better so that you don't have to depend on you know either the therapist or even on other people again and you are more emotionally sort of independently capable of dealing with your issues so this analogy is just sort of makes sense that they don't cook for you they help you learn how to cook for yourself um and i also think that of course therapists are trained in understanding human behaviors like trained in understanding interpersonal dynamics so their feedback comes from perhaps a more sort of aware and informed space than your friends um a therapist's job you know this is a professional relationship so their job is to be unbiased their training is to be non-judgmental and unbiased which we don't get with friends because our friends whether it is a good bias or a bad bias have a bias about us if especially if they've known us for a long time so you want somebody to give you like sort of neutral or unbiased feedback or reflections also therapy is a one way street right so you don't have to as a client you don't have to worry about my issues <laughs> you don't have to make time for me so it's great because uh, unlike in a friendship uh, this is an absolutely sort of one way one way street and i think also the best part of it all is that you are covered by privileged or confidentiality agreements so you can quite like relax and share with your therapist to your heart's content which is a luxury that we may not get with friends so i think in these ways it's it's different additionally what i think of a therapy is you are not judged at any level like you can share Absolutely. anything and everything with a uh, counselor and he is there to help you uh, and guide exactly. you through exactly yeah, now, and therapists are trained to be non judgmental that's very very sort of fundamental of to their training so every time i imagine of uh, a therapy session or of that sort is जितना मैंने मूवीज में देखा है द फर्स्ट मूवी विच आर रिलेट टू इज डियर जिंदगी जो शाहरुख खान और आलिया भट्ट वाली है आई रियली वॉन्ट दिस क्वेश्चन टू बी एड्रेस्ड फॉर ऑल द फर्स्ट टाइम थेरेपी सीकर्स लाइक एवरी वन हैज सम प्री फॉर्म्ड इमेजिनेशन ऑफ थेरेपी यू नो सम माइट बी एक्सपेक्टिंग सोल्यूशन टू द प्रॉब्लम्स सम माइट जस्ट वॉन्ट टू शेयर एंड हैव अम्पथिक एम्पथेटिक कॉन्वर्जेशन वॉट शुड वन एक्सपेक्ट आउट ऑफ अ थेरेपी सेशन इफ ही और शी प्लान्स टू हैव वन Yeah, so I think you sort of partially also answered the question yourself. कि सब लोग का expectation from therapy अलग-अलग हो सकता है, and I think that's why therapy can also produce different results and different experiences for different people. So you know, it's important to remember that your therapy journey may not look like your friends because everybody's minds and everybody's problems are different. The outcomes can also be very subjective. However, if you are seeking therapy, I think it's important to maybe ask yourself, you know, why it is that you think you need therapy to begin with. what this will do is it will help you create a sort of framework for yourself and also do remember that therapy will not give you advice ideally they won't give you solutions 
they won't give you instant relief or even like a complete transformation in your personality but what therapy will actually do is deeper what it's more likely to do is to provide you with a healthy perspective for the long term it will also make you maybe realize or embrace the tools that you have to improve your own emotional well-being and understand patterns and behavior tendencies which you have within yourself and you know essentially helping you to exercise healthy choices so i think those are the more realistic things that we can expect out of therapy rather than a short term quick fix okay uh this is this is something which i am also interested for so uh, let's let's mm-hmm. hope uh, everything turns out good uh, this is a very yeah. impromptu question which i ask to every speaker that we have on the podcast i just want a last piece of advice from you and it should not be it should not specifically be of mental health it can be anything it can be ki kal tum goa chale jao it can be anything just to give an example so uh what is a piece of advice that you want to give to all the listeners who are usually college going students so i think my answer is going to be related to mental health because it is unfortunately too much of a part of who i am but what i was thinking is that the, i i see a lot of uh, college students a lot of young adults today uh, you know i i fall into this sort of achievement and high self esteem trap and um, what i mean by that is that we all sort of pursue achieving more doing better making a name for ourselves maybe even getting famous and things like that and in that process very often we're not very kind to ourselves we're not very compassionate to ourselves when we encounter failures when we make mistakes or any time we are confronted with the fact that we are imperfect creatures so in this podcast at one point of time i did say that it is statistically impossible for all of us to be above average and i think as a society we're becoming very averse to the idea of being average in anything but i want us to maybe my advice would be to embrace the fact that we are all imperfect creatures and it is so so important for our mental health to be kind to ourselves to be kind to the mistakes that we make and to be kind to the failures and the losses that we experience um there's of course a whole lot of like scientific background to this also but i will end um on this note for sure be be self compassionate and be kind to yourself thank you so much this is this is just not an advice this is a life advice i guess jo <laughs> kafi saal tak chal sakti hai um another thing thank you thank you so much for giving two hours of your schedule i know that aapka itna zyada schedule packed hai you have dates booked till mid of january i guess tab bhi you yeah. could spare two hours of your schedule for us uh thank you very much for thank giving us so much of uh value this is i will not call this as matlab ye kafi acha wisdom tha if i frame myself correctly and like it was very comforting it was very comforting and we could also connect to a different level to ourselves so thank you very much and uh, i mean i'm really so honored that you guys wanted to have me on your podcast like i said this is my first podcast ever and uh, i mean working with all of you uh, with this amazing initiative i i could be happy as thank you to all of you also.
If you do like this podcast, share it with your friends, follow us and rate us on Spotify and Google Podcast and stay tuned for the upcoming episodes which I guess we'll probably release in the upcoming week because we have an amazing lineup of guests planned for you guys.